the border? Is it a problem? Is it a crisis? Are we under siege? Well, all of the above. This is season two of the WR Podcast. Let freedom ring. More insightful, more delightful, and more punk rock attitude. With your host, Will Ramos. Is it inhumane to stop the flow of the migrants trickling into the southern border? And why is it a problem now? Four years ago, the only problem was getting money for it. In 2006, Biden, Nancy, Chuck, and even the great one that walks on water and can do no wrong, Obama, was in favor for it. There is bipartisan hope of getting it done. This year, the Senate passed an immigration reform bill by a wide bipartisan majority, and it addresses the key issues that need to be addressed. It would strengthen our borders. It would level the playing field by holding employers accountable if they knowingly hire undocumented workers. It would modernize our legal immigration system so that we eliminate the backlog of family visas and make it easier to attract highly skilled entrepreneurs from beyond our borders. It would make sure that everybody plays by the same rules, by providing a pathway to earn citizenship for those who are living in the shadows. A path that includes passing a background check and learning English and paying taxes and a penalty and getting in line behind it everyone trying to come here the right way. The right way? And each of these pieces would go a long way towards fixing our broken immigration system. Each of them has been supported by Democrats and Republicans in the past. There's no reason we can't come together and get it done. And what's more, we know the immigration reform that we're proposing would boost our economy and shrink our deficits. Independent economists have said that if the Senate bill became law over the next two decades, our economy would grow by $1.4 trillion more and it would reduce our deficits by $850 billion more. And you don't have to be an economist to figure out that workers will be more productive if they've got their families here with them. They're not worried about deportation. They're not living halfway around the world. Uh, this isn't just the right thing to do. It's the smart thing to do. This isn't the right thing. Not only the right thing to do, but the smart thing to do? Obama? No. It would make sure that everybody plays by the same rules, by providing a pathway to earn citizenship. Everybody plays by the same rules? Really? <laughs> but people are fleeing from oppression. People are fleeing from violence. People are fleeing from poverty. People are fleeing for a better life. Yes, yes, yes. All the yeses. But every country has a border. And among those borders, you have the police. The police officials patrolling and making sure that there are no illegal crossings. And right along those police officials patrolling, you also have what they call a detention center. Detention. Here's the definition of detention. The action of detaining someone or the state of being detained in official custody, especially as a political prisoner. And why are you being detained in a detention center? Because you're committing a crime. Here's the definition of crime. An action or omission that constitutes an offense that may be prosecuted by the state and is punishable by law. 
And it is a crime to illegally cross a border without documentation. Here's the definition of illegal. Contrary to or forbidden by law, especially criminal law. And why would it be illegal to cross a border illegally? Well, one could bring disease and spread it. One could be evading crime from another country. You could be also importing illegal drugs. You could be also involved in human trafficking, human exploitation. But some say it's inhumane. No, it's not. It's not inhumane. You are. Oh, there they go. There they go. It's inhumane to carry and drag with you a baby, a two, a three, a four, a five-year-old for periods of time walking in heat with little water or food under the possibility of danger, cartel, taking kids, pushing drugs, etc. That's inhumane. Shame on those parents. Shame on those parents for putting their children in danger. That's the parents' fault. And nobody sees this. I have no remorse or any animosity for those parents that do that. They should be, they should be stripped from their children. Because I say it and I say it again. Those parents, well, not parents. Those people that are fortunate enough to have great careers are not blessed on having children. But you have these assholes that can wipe their asses, no education, idiots, scum of the earth, are being blessed with beautiful children. And they don't know how to value that. Screw them. No pity on them. I have no remorse or animosity for them. F them. Once those kids get here, where are they going to stay? And will they go to school and have an education? Or will they be taken by the streets and be exploited? So that long journey was all in vain. And for some adults, the mentality that there's opportunity in the U.S. after a year of lockdowns and half of that lockdown was riots. What possible opportunity can they find here? And who's telling them that? Have we forgotten those? What possible opportunity can they find here? And who's telling them that? Oh, America's got money. Plenty. Plenty to spare. No, we don't. We're in debt, borrowing to pay back. Look at our homeless situation here. That's a crisis in itself. You think we're the land of the rich. And all those cities and states that the riots formed, how do you think their state of being is? They're broke. We got a BS stimulus to bail them out. Once again, the taxpayer bails everybody out. There's no real opportunity unless you have some form of education. Now back to the border. People have this misconception that once you cross the border illegally, you're set up in a motel, a hotel, it's a spa, it's a retreat, it's none of that. It's a detention center. You cross the border illegally. It's a holding cell, 72 hours, and you're sent back. And what they're not showing you, well, now they're showing you. You have the overcrowding, the smell, the unsanitary conditions. So what happened to COVID? Did we forget about COVID? That's out the window. 
and who's giving them these t-shirts? I thought they were poor. And for the love of all that's good, and where the fuck is Harris? <laughs> she had one job, one job, and she can't do it. Worthless, illegitimate, waste of time. As the crisis on the border worsens, the person in charge of addressing it for the Biden administration hasn't spent time visiting or even publicly discussing the heartbreaking situation. Vice President Kamala Harris was named border czar on March 24th. But since then, she's visited Chicago, Connecticut, and California, but has seemingly no plan to spend time where the crisis is unfolding. I don't have an update on when she'll travel. I'm sure it will be soon. Harris has held no press conferences about the border crisis. After President Joe Biden announced she would be in charge of fixing the situation, the White House and her own advisors sought to downplay her role, claiming her only responsibility would be to address the root causes of migration in Central American countries. But Harris has announced no plans to visit those countries either. She has only spoken by phone to the presidents of Guatemala and Mexico. Some Republicans are growing frustrated with what they say is a lack of interest in fixing the problem from the so-called border czar. Kamala Harris has spent more time with her interior decorator redecorating the Naval Observatory that has 33 rooms than she has at the border. Meanwhile, more than 172,000 people tried to cross the border illegally in March alone, setting a 15-year record. And images of frightened children and crowded living conditions in migrant facilities continue to fuel outrage about the Biden administration's response. But more than two weeks after being put in charge of one of the most volatile situations facing the Biden White House, Harris has spent her time focusing on other important issues like infrastructure and vaccines, but is nowhere to be found when it comes to the border. Infrastructure and vaccines. She could care less. And when they questioned her on when she was going to the border. This was her response. Your vice president, not mine. Do you have plans to visit the border? Uh, um, not today. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I have before and I'm sure I will again. Okay, now let's try to get an answer from someone who's not a complete retard. It wasn't a crisis four years ago because the last administration got the job done. Now this administration stops the last remaining pieces of the border. Either way, it has to get finished. It's under litigation. It's bought and paid for. It will be completed. Shame on those parents. Shame on this administration for the empty promises. And shame on anyone who is too blind to see that this is a real problem. Come on, man. Until next time on the WR Podcast, let freedom ring. Open those eyes, open those ears, and never be subservient. Question everything. God damn it. Whatever it is, we are here to straighten it out for you. Rush Limbaugh and the EIB Network, Limbaugh Institute, Advanced Studies, all that matter, all that are relevant. There is no recognition of any degree here because the learning never stops. It's a delight to have you here, folks. Always is. Cannot tell you how much. You're listening to the WR Podcast. Let freedom ring. This is season two of the WR Podcast. Let freedom ring.
Oh my god. Oh my god, he on X Games mode. Donald Trump don't trust China. China is asshole. They're nice. Oh, there they go. There they go. What did you say? Never go for retard.